0: Apologizing for being you. This is where I dare you to be you. You are listening to Unapologetically Authentic with your host, Erin Reniger. This is where playing small is no longer an option. I'm going to help you live in your purpose and take action over perfection. Hey hey y'all, welcome back. And today we are going to talk about overcoming our past and living in our purpose. I have a special special guest for y'all today. Who was also blessed to attend the Align retreat with Brooke Hemingway this past January. And then we got to know each other when we took a chance and joined a mastermind group with Amberly Lago. Mastermind is where you are surrounding yourself with the 1% thinkers that want to see you win. She is going to share how she is overcoming childhood trauma, ending an abusive marriage, and realizing she wants to be the best mama of her four beautiful children, and fully live in her purpose please welcome crystal longy to unapologetically authentic and we are going to get the real and true crystal with us i love her and i've been so blessed to meet her and i want her to share her story because life is hard y'all right life is hard
1: amen amen and we're all here to to help bring each other up in whatever way that we can i love being an apology unapologetically authentic. Yeah. I think that is a beautiful title. Um and I am excited to be here. I, My story is long, so I'm going to try to make it shorter. Um, mostly the motherhood part of my introduction actually pulled at a, a heartstring. Of course, I am holding a baby on my hip currently, but there are several times in my motherhood that Changed my life. Um, the first one, obviously, finding out that I was pregnant. But then, when the doctor said it was twins, you know that that that'll, that'll set you back on your chair a little there. So that was a, a huge defining moment for me. Being an only child, all I ever wanted was for my children never to feel alone like I did. So that was really special. <laughs> Um, Another was surviving my postpartum depression and anxiety with my twins. That was a huge defining moment for me uh, to prove that I could, you know, to conquer mental health. Um, Those first five months with them were really, really terrible. Um, I would love to never relive that. I'm grateful to find a way, natural way, to not have to go through those types of hormones again with my next two pregnancies. Um, another time that I learned a lot about myself a defining moment in my motherhood was when the twins turned around 18 months I remember so well because it's a son and a daughter a boy and a girl and and I realized at that point like. I can't treat them the same. They're not the same person. Yes, they came at the same time, but I have to now individually, um, assess each one. They're learning differently. They, they, you know, even their discipline can't even be the same. One is learning differently than the other. So I, um, I only had one mom to model my motherhood after, and it wasn't somebody that I would want anybody to mother or to model their motherhood after. Um, my childhood was latchkey kid style. Uh, my mom worked three jobs in a really snooty hoity-toity uh, city uh, to keep up with the Joneses. You know, the looks gotta gotta act the part, gotta look the part, and um, she worked really, really hard to fulfill that look as a single mom. And that's what I was taught, you know, love looked like she used money for her love language. And so that was what I learned. Um, and, uh, she, when she wasn't working, she wasn't, I was not a priority. That's just, that's just the bottom line. That was how my childhood was. She would tell me that she wasn't meant to be a mom and that um, I was lazy and worthless and all these other lies I'm uncovering now that I'm an adult, you know, picking away at all the all the hard, finding out the truth. I um, was hard to figure out as an adult. Um, I married into abuse that was much like the abuse I uh, witnessed as a child where I wasn't a priority. And after having children with him it became very apparent that you know the kids were not a priority either uh, but it was comfortable for me, as weird as that sounds, to be in the same abuse and the same trauma. It's a it's a comfortable space. You don't have to learn anything new, you know, you know, your rank on the totem pole, per se, you know, uh, you don't have to challenge yourself, you don't have to expand, you don't have to grow. It's really, it's a really safe, but very unsafe space. It's very strange how that works out. but I understand why people stay, um, but I'm so grateful that I had the strength to go.
0: You we say people choose their hard, and sometimes their hard is that comfort. It's very, very hard, but your your fear holds you back of what what the different part is going to be, right? Amen. So you finally yeah. step into that and realize this is going to be hard too, but the outcome is going to be better.
1: Amen. That conviction, that that knowing your purpose, that didn't come till later. Um, I. That love and logic class that i took when the kids were 18 months old that was my first like honestly book i've probably read outside of school it was my first attempt at becoming a better mother a better person a better leader um learning how to communicate better things like that just finding a way to be a better me that was my very first investment um, and i think it was under 200 dollars. and it was you know a really flimsy book and it, it was tailored to under uh five year old children and it taught me so many things um including you know where my childhood maybe could have been better i didn't really realize that until becoming a mom that you know my mom wasn't just like not nice she was like cool it was actual like abuse um I didn't realize that until being a mom myself. So that was intense to figure out as a grown person. But I'm grateful because I got to grow from it. And if I never realized it, I could have never moved past it. Or honestly sat in the feelings to know what it feels like to not have those feelings.
0: So many things I could say there. (laughs) There's so much that we learn from our past in the present of being a mom um it took me a long time i'm i'm actually uncovering a lot of that and it's brought up a lot of emotions for me lately is uncovering as a teen wasn't what i uncovered as a young child i mean some is yes as a young child but as my children are teens now realizing what i went through and what they're going through and as a mom i know them differently than my parents knew me yeah so it is when you're a mom now this is all you sister like absolutely you it how you, you in
1: things differently absolutely I can't imagine I had such hard teen years I am not ready for all four of my kids to be teenagers
0: I'm That's to things. say that you will survive it <laughs> i, I mean, appreciate we, that you knowledge that sometimes you pray to jesus like how and why but he'll get you through it
1: oh isn't that the truth um so a couple years went by a couple kids later uh i finally had the courage to end my marriage i joke that this baby that's on my hip that's almost five months old was a parting gift because when he finally i know this sounds crazy but when he finally did push me it took him six years to get to that point point. and as a, weird as this sounds i'm grateful he did because it took that for me to actually know that I was worth more than that. The verbal abuse was where I was comfortable, but once he actually put hands on me, that was new
0: and that was not okay. Uh, so- gave me chills. I can't <laughs> even, girl. I wanna hug you. We're hugging through the, the screen right now.
1: Definitely. So the gratitude of that, and, and that it wasn't worse, of course, the six foot four very buff man could have hurt me like hurt me and all he did was push so I'm grateful for that also but um it it took all of that abuse uh mounting up to him pushing me um for me to get the courage to understand that My kids can now see this you know they're they're four they're gonna understand they're gonna remember they're gonna they're gonna model this this is like how i was talking about how my mom was my model and it was a poor model i can't do that to my kids i have to be the one that breaks this cycle i can't let them watch their dad abuse me because then my daughter's gonna think that's what she deserves
0: (laughs) you got me choked up babe
1: (laughs) my sons are gonna be probably bigger than my husband and even more you know terrifying so like they're gonna need to know how to be softer uh they can't have this as their role model and that's the bottom line because they will hurt someone or my daughter will be hurt and um that 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 was enough (laughs) that was enough to i i honestly i packed a bag that night and uh i was ready to leave my tiny house i live in a travel trailer we were traveling when we tried to work things out with the kid's dad last year that's how this beautiful blessing in my arms came to be and you know i was ready to drive away with just a bag and at that time three kids not knowing i was pregnant and um I'm grateful that I waited another day to get my tiny home and I had police to make sure we were safe. And I mean, it all happened so safely and well. Um, And all I wanted to do was get back to Arizona. And ironically, that didn't go as planned either. Um, So I stayed with a couple in Colorado after leaving my husband for quite a few weeks before figuring out how much or how to get my home and my family back to Arizona. And when we finally figured that out, um, I took off. My tiny house was supposed to be trailing behind me. I paid someone to, to bring it and I get, you know, a couple of hours out. He should be picking up my house at this point. And I don't hear from anybody because nobody came. So I am traveling to a new state with three kids, knowing I'm pregnant at this point. And I have no home meeting me where I'm going. So I detoured to Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, my mom has a hotel there, so we got to stay there for a, a price I could afford. <laughs> and we were there for an entire week. No clothes, no toothbrush, literally nothing. Just thank goodness we had a hotel room, you know, and it should have been for a day or two days or, but it kept being pushed back. So we spent a beautiful week in Flagstaff. Uh, I contacted people from my church. They brought us clothes. They had us over for dinner. I mean, it was the coolest experience, if I'm going to be honest. It's really, really cool how Heavenly Father works in this way, how he can orchestrate such a hard thing um, and turn something so beautiful out of it. I met a woman who's in my church who brought me this book. And it's "Codependency No More" by Melody Beatty. Everyone, write that down. "Codependency No More" by Melody Beatty, and she—this book has like been such a pivotal time in my life. It had me write a letter to my mom. I had to figure out what hurt what traumas you know her telling me there's only five minutes left in my show leave me alone every day every time i talk to her like that sticks that's you know a trauma that i need to feel and work through so that i can grow from this book changed everything i didn't realize how much codependency can take over um and how now that I get to focus on me instead of trying to control everything or everyone, I have have so much power to control me. Like this is incredible. And I can hone it all into like one beautiful
0: purpose. I just, I feel free. When you own your power and realize how much power you have as one woman, it is incredible. I I feel like I unlocked a cheat code in life or something. <laughs> you got the promo code, sister. You got the. Promo I code. did.
1: I sure did. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so i'm just at this point where we're at i'm i'm back to working my business from home so grateful to do that with the baby um the kids are in school temporarily until i can build my business and get them home to homeschool i plan on standing on stages and sharing the hard parts of my story i plan on being there for um, special needs moms i have an autistic son and getting his diagnosis and jumping through all the hoops for his therapies isn't enough to send people running for the hills i just have a lot of purpose here and i can't deny it yeah. even when i don't want to do it i can't not god has convicted me and i will move for him
0: yes you were made for more.
1: Align is what brought that out in me. Sitting there in those chairs with you for those days with Brooke, leading us in into movement, into power, into our, our pure being, our perfect self, like trying to figure out what we are put here to do. What a special time that was.
0: It was. And I remember, like, Align, I have been, I was at the very first Align too, that was in Utah wow and that ultimately ultimately changed my life i am sitting here in my very own salon okay that i built and created because of align that was when That's i found my purpose came out with this is what i'm made for right I, things needed to change my life i had to do the hard changes even though there was so much fear i knew i had a bigger purpose um, and then that happened and then at the align that we met at and I will never forget you That's <laughs> when I noticed you being what? How many months pregnant were you at a line?
1: Oh, gosh, I think six, maybe
0: six or seven. Yeah. And this woman, this beautiful woman ran on stage. And I was like, <laughs> hey, who is that?" I was like, that woman has a purpose. You know, and every woman there has a purpose, but you can see who's stronger and who follows through and who follows their purpose, right? Who is guided by God to get to their purpose. Yes. get hung up in the hard things along the way, and you have to realize that you have to go through the hard things to get to there, right? And that's why we are speaking today is because of a line this year in January where I knew my purpose was more. Right. So my purpose is now to share and to bring all of us women together and for you to share your story and be on this podcast to know that there is going to be many hard times life. It's not ever easy and that you choose your heart. And if you choose your heart, you live in your purpose. I love it. You know, so it. it is just your strength your tenacity to keep going and to be this amazing mom for your children this is to all the mamas out there like a lot of us are mamas but i know there are some that are not yet or choose not to be but there is a power as a mom when you want to be the best version of yourself to give to your children like i love how you say you did this for your kids, you realize that your kids cannot model this relationship that they were seeing you. Yes. You don't want your children to ever be treated the way you were being treated. And if you stay there and stuck in that abusive relationship, you teach them that that's okay. Absolutely. You know, and all of the things, the good and the bad as a childhood growing up, a lot of times you don't realize it's trauma until you're older right and that's where i'm discovering it's not like i came i did not come from an abusive family i i ha- came from you know a divorced family that two parents that loved me very much but realized I wanted different for my children, you know? And it was hard for them to understand, like my husband and I raising our children differently because we were doing it together, right? So things are done differently. Doesn't mean they're ever wrong. It's just, we learn and grow. My children will probably, and same as your children, will one day point out our mistakes. (laughs) We are learning they do not come with a manual, right? They don't. Absolutely. So we are doing our best. And I think in generations we try to do better. And you are Definitely. doing that exactly.
1: It's important to find the blessing in the trial also. I think that's been a huge lesson that's been poured into me over and over. As it's hard, as, as the days are long and the nights are short, find find the, the baby cuddles, you know, inhale the smell just a little bit more. Um, take time to sell the roses, you know, just being really present. Soak in. being present. Absolutely.
0: I have really focused a lot of that this summer on being present with my family. I took time away from my podcast and took time off because I wanted to be present. Um, because like you said, with your mom, you know, give me five more minutes. I need to do this every time they need your attention my children yes. come into my room as teenagers every night my one's moved away now but still she was just in my room when she was visiting right i love every it. night and talk about our days it's you know, important it's really really important to know that you're there for them definitely you know through the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> all of it yes i'm so proud of you i'm so excited for your business is blowing up, y'all. We haven't shared a whole lot about our business yet, but that, um, <laughs> I have not shared a whole lot about uh, my Plexus business and all of the like, all of the absolute amazing people that it has brought into our lives. That's another connection that Crystal and I have is our Plexus Oops. businesses. So blessed by the supplements. by the business the people the community the yes community is bar none like nothing compares so the the strength here and our one percenters thinking and surrounding yourself with a mastermind and just knowing that I love you and I am so proud of you and I can't wait for us to take everything to the next level and watch your journey so I want to wrap things up unless you have something else to share right now
1: I just want to thank you for putting this out there for people thank you for being real thank you for even the title letting people feel unapologetically authentic. I just, that's treasured in humanity today, and I love it.
0: It is, and I think as women, it's really hard to be okay? because we are constantly apologizing for the things that we don't even need to apologize for, right? So being authentic and being our true selves gives everyone the best version of us instead of trying yes, to be us. right? So I always leave my listeners with a dare. So that's what I'm going to ask you. So I want you to think, and I want you to dare the listeners. What is your dare to them to challenge them? Maybe something about purpose or something. I don't know. What do you dare them to step out of their comfort zone and do?
1: All right. I dare your listeners to befriend someone that they didn't think that they would. Ooh, Maybe somebody that. in your feed that you may not agree with. Send them a nice message.
0: Yes, that is wonderful. I I love it. I'm going to do that myself. That's a great challenge. Because people don't realize that you may not run in the same circles, but you may have things in common. That
1: you and you're cared for.
0: Yes, and you are cared for. I love that. Thank you so much. And one last thing. How can we support you? How can our listeners support you? How, where can they find you? What's the best? I am on Facebook
1: under Crystal Longley. L A N G I. And then Long
0: E. It's Crystal yes. Long E. <laughs> yes, not short E, long E. That's how I try to teach
1: people. My husband is Tongan. So that's where I get such a cool last name. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as Gutsy Gal Crystal, at Gutsy Gal Crystal.
0: Okay, perfect. I
1: look forward to seeing
0: you there. So much. And yes, I look forward to, I follow her all the time. She is cute. I love you, Erin. All right. Well, you have a very blessed day. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Unapologetically Authentic with your host, myself, Erin Reniger. Please take the time to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. It really helps me learn and grow and get the word out there. Go ahead and share this motivation right now. I'm so excited to be here. If you're looking to learn more about me and get to know me just a little bit better, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Erin Reniger. Thanks so much, y'all. Have a very blessed day.